0: I'm going to preach a prophetic message. This is a message directly from the Lord I want to share with you. In fact, it's a word from God that Sister French and I received in the weeks just before we accepted the pastorate of Apostolic Tabernacle. I've never preached it, but the 50th is allowing me to. I I have uh, said different things along the way, so that won't be new to you, but this message I've never preached and my message is entitled the 50th year can you say that with me the 50th year that's my message today leviticus 25 we're going to turn together now i need you to help me preach but i plan to preach i'd just love to have you preach with me and help me today anybody going to help me preach praise god leviticus 25 and we're going to begin we're going to read only two verses beginning in verse Ten, and uh, you may have noticed the new sign we've been working on. It's uh, a work in progress. Uh, these inserts are, are beautiful, and uh, they'll get us through the fiftieth celebration. In other words, they're not the final product, but they're uh, they're very close. They're trying to get it perfect. They're going to redo it, but it's good enough to get us through this weekend. We thank God for it. You'll want to come back tonight because at night. It is absolutely amazing when the light shining through it. We've never had that with the uh, the other sign was uh, was served its purpose and, and all the many years. But we had to say that it was time for that sign to go on to sign heaven. And so we just said, you know, welcome home, thou good and faithful servant. But now we thank the Lord for you helping us to get this new one. Uh, it's a beautiful attention getter. People are already noticing it uh, as they go by. People are coming by. They're seeing it because of the way the light shines through it. And uh, you'll also notice some other last-minute sprucing up that Sister French is doing to prepare for our 50th, for example, in the lobby. Now, most of the final touches on the lobby will be throughout this week, and so... Uh, It'll be very, very nice. Now let's look, if you would, verse 10 of Leviticus 25. And ye shall hallow, or hallow, whichever you prefer, the 50th year, and proclaim liberty throughout all the land unto the inhabitants thereof. It shall be a jubilee. Notice that, at least in my King James Bible, they spell jubilee the old way. But can you say jubilee? Now, most of us think we know, of course, what a jubilee is because it, we currently use it in a particular way. But this is from the Hebrew word yabel, which is a s- interesting history. It shall be a jubilee unto you, and ye shall return. Everyone say return. And ye shall return every man unto his possessions and shall return every man unto his family can you say praise the lord now look let's look at a little bit of verse 11 a jubilee shall that 50th year be unto you the 50th year this is my message and church we're there Let's give the Lord the highest praise for the 50th year. Come on, let's give him some praise. Ask him to anoint the word. Heavenly Father, right now, I pray that our hearts will be responsive. I pray for everyone under the sound of my voice. Let your will be done and preach through the preacher in Jesus' name. And everyone said amen. You may be seated. Thank you for standing. Thank you for standing. And we love and appreciate you. Now, again, ye shall hallow the 50th year. And my message is entitled The 50th Year. I realize, of course, that uh, to use such a title is not to uh, be using great uh, uh, effectiveness and so forth. I'm not in any way attempting to do that. But uh, I want to draw attention, obviously, to the fact that we are in our 50th year, that we are celebrating our 50th year. But the Lord has spoken to me, and I want to uh, prophetically uh, respond to what the Spirit of the Lord is saying. Ye shall hallow the 50th year. So it is an absolute word from the Holy Ghost that God intends to fulfill the spirit or the purpose of the 50th year upon this church. I believe that I believe it is the will of God. It is the absolute word from the spirit that God intends to fulfill the spirit of the 50th year upon this church. Not merely because we have arrived at it numerically, although that is true. We'll celebrate that on Friday, have a lot of fun. We're going to honor the coals. We have all kinds of things we're going to do. But that is not the reason that the Spirit is wanting to bring this about. There is a divine appointment. And I would like to say today in your hearing that it is more important that we hear from the Spirit of God than that we have comfortable church. It is critical that we hear from the Spirit and that we know what thus saith the Word of God. Right. Hallelujah. Right. Not merely because we have arrived at a numerical 50 that is fine and good, but it is because it is His revealed will. God wants to bring the Spirit Of the 50th year, the jubilee upon this sanctuary, upon this church, upon this movement. This is the will of God. And so I preach to you today prophetically. I want to hear your praise. I want you to get the Holy Ghost. I want you to be saved. But I am preaching a prophetic word today it is his prophetic will to reveal the spirit of the 50th year the spirit gave this to us as a revelation as we prayed about coming to georgia six years ago i told the lord i did not want to go to georgia i had no will to go to georgia i had no interest in being in georgia i'd never thought about being in georgia and the holy ghost said shut your mouth I said, give me two weeks. Give me two weeks. And I said what I was when I said that to Brother Cole, I I said, give me two weeks. I really meant give me two weeks so I can write a thing saying thank you so much. It's so marvelous of you to want us to come. That's so precious. And I told Sister French, I said, there's just no way now. I I don't know why the Lord's checking my spirit, but there's no way the Lord surely would have told me long ago. I'm coming to Georgia. He wouldn't have waited for me to uh, meet you folks and meet the Coles. And and then the Holy Ghost just whammo right in my face. So I said, give me two weeks. And I checked in to Sister French, we just began fasting and praying, fasting, fasting, fasting and as the spirit of the Lord begin to move, the message that I'm preaching to you today is the spirit of the 50th year and I didn't even know you were going to be celebrating a 50th year, we are, but the spirit of God gave us a revelation as we prayed in that very moment. How many knows that God has a plan, God has a purpose, the devil is a liar, you are able to receive What God has intended for us. Now the 50th year that we read about the Jubilee. I'll come back to it. It is prophesied along with Pentecost. In Joel 2.25. Where it says I will restore. Say that with me. I will restore. Restore. That's directly from the King James of Joel, the prophecies of Joel. Two verses later it said, I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh. I feel the Holy Ghost here today. I feel the power of the Holy Ghost in this building today. Somebody says, I resist the Spirit of God and I come again. is bigger than you are that's just i'm just i'm sorry my friend god is bigger than you are he's bigger than hollywood he's bigger than the president he's bigger than congress he's bigger than than uh dictators he's bigger than than uh, the leaders of the world he's bigger than all of hell itself i will restore come on let's lift our hands one more time let's pray father want to preach this today Help me, Father, keep my spirit right. I want to preach this today, the 50th year. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. So, what am I saying? So, what am I saying? I am telling you today. That it is more than a numerical celebration. We would have celebrated it. It would have been the good thing to do. We could have done it in many ways. Of course, we're doing it with a service and and a homecoming and friends are coming. We're going to have a little food afterwards. It's going to be nice. But we are not just celebrating the fact that we have reached 50 years. It is prophesied along with the spirit of Pentecost. I will restore hallelujah i don't know if anybody can receive it but i'm going to preach it i will restore i will restore This is what the Holy Ghost said to me. Do not look at a building. Do not look at Terra Boulevard. Do not look at what has happened. Do not look at things there now. Look at it in the power of the restoration that I will bring. I will answer prayers that no devil thought would ever be answered. I am going to answer those prayers. Woo! Thank you, Jesus. So... All right, now, so some of you say, I'll resist those prayers. I'll resist those prayers. Never, 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 never. You cannot resist the prayers. God will answer prayer. God will move in prayer. You see, but I have a free will. Yes, you do. You have a free will, but you can't stop God. Hallelujah. If he has to, he'll start the wind blowing. If he has to, he'll he'll cause things to begin to take place that you never, ever thought was going to happen. Glory to God. And I'm talking to somebody today that needs restoration from this front pew. And I'm not pointing just to these people because I'm thrilled they're sitting there, but I'm just using it as an illustration from the front here all the way back. Every single person in this building, in this August service, we've been breaking every August record we've ever had. So it's August, but it doesn't feel like August school started, but we never felt the slump. Because God has been moving. God is working. Folks, we have a responsibility. It is the 50th year. It is the will of God for us to believe what thus saith the word of God. I will restore. You can take it from me or you can take it from Joel. I will restore. Praise God. As much as I want to see people run aisles and healed, and I believe there's healing in this place right now. Somebody ought to just say, thank you, Jesus, I'm healed. I received my healing. Bless God, I'm healed. I believe God. Long ago, when I first started working, went to the same school Billy Graham went to, and, and uh, it was a, not a Pentecostal, you know, it was a religious school, but obviously Billy Graham's not Pentecostal. And, uh, and I remember when they first said, oh, well, we, we don't like a lot of emotion around here. What they meant was, <laughs> we, we allow you emotional Pentecostals in here, but, but we don't want a lot of, too much of that, you know. We don't want a lot of people doing things. Well, specifically, they said, <laughs> we don't want you raising the dead, now, which was an amazing thing. I felt very uh, flattered. In fact, I went home that day. Now, you know, you, you're called into the office, you know, as a kid. Of course, I was a college kid, but, um, and, you know, you're in trouble. And you think, well, what is going to be? And they say, well, we need to speak to you, Talmadge. Yes, yes, sir, yes, sir. We need to be sure, you know, this is a, because I keep saying Baptist, it was. They're not ashamed of it. I'm not ashamed of it. I don't dislike them because they're Baptist. I went to their school. I chose to do that. And uh, I was studying Greek, and they had a great Greek program. I got a degree from them in Greek, and Hebrew. I'm not just Greek, but anyway, ancient language. And so, uh, so I'm called in to uh, have a little talk. The young tongue talker on campus. We'd already had this. I thought we'd already had the talk because I, they wanted me to sign papers that I would never speak in tongues again. And I said, oh, whoa, 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 We're just talking college here. I'm not I'm not signing a paper that I will never speak in tongues again. I'm going to talk in tongues when I leave this office. When I walk out of here. I will probably, I mean, I was just being honest with them. It's very unlikely that I have been called on the carpet and that I, even though I have a scholarship and even though I have the highest grades in this, they told me it was the highest score they had ever had scored in the history of that school. They said, even though all of that, we just want to be sure. Much, we just want to be sure. Now, we'd gotten through. Don't You're not going to sign that you're never going to talk in tongues and so on. But now they wanted to be sure that I was not going to raise the dead, which I thought was, I mean, it seemed odd to me. I mean, uh, I don't know any dead people coming here, but uh, uh, and not likely there are going to be any dead people here. Uh, but... Uh, when I got out of there and I got to thinking about it, I thought, well, Lord, I, I hope I'm not embarrassing them. I hope they're not worried about me. Lord, I don't, I mean, I'm just trying to serve God. I don't know. I'm really not trying to draw attention to myself. I just want to study Hebrew. That's all I'm trying to do. I, I just want to, to study. Lord, are you, do you want me here? Should I not be here? And then it was like the Spirit just allowed me to, to, to see it that they believed that I had the power <laughs> to raise dead people. And I thought, oh, whoo! I mean, I told him, I said, I've never raised a dead, I never have, I'd love to. I mean, you know, I, I mean, it'd be great, you uh, know. Uh, and if I have a chance, I'll do it, even if it's here. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> Praise God! <laughs> Hallelujah. I say all that because we became best friends. And and, uh, at the end of the year, I was the speaker for the final chapel. Sister French remembers it very well. And I said, never. I will never preach in your chapel. They said, no, no, please. I said, never. I'll never preach in your chapel. I said, I've been to your chapel. And I've heard the pin drop. You don't want me to preach because I refuse to preach under a confinement that doesn't allow me, they said, Talmadge, we know what you are and what you stand for. We wouldn't have asked you to speak. Do you realize you're the first Pentecostal ever to even get through this college? And now, And the first tongue talker, and now you're the very first Pentecostal that's ever been asked to speak at the chapel. I said, All right, as long as we have an understanding that I'm going to preach like I always preach. I'm going to obey the spirit. I'm going to preach from my heart. I'm going to preach the word of God. And so what am I saying? I am saying today that God has a way of changing the situation. God has a way of getting into the place. It is prophesied. I will. I will restore. That is what Pentecost does. It was the 50th day. Now, everybody, how many are still with me? How many are not afraid I'm going to preach all day? All right, what about the rest of you? I'm not going to preach all day. I'm not going to preach past 5 or 6 o'clock. No, I'm just kidding. Um, I'm not going to preach long. But I'm trying to help you to follow me. I've been talking about the 50th year, but you see, I have switched. And I've talked about the spirit that Joel said the 50th day after the Passover, which, of course, as Christians, we think of it as the 50th day after Calvary was Pentecost. In fact, and listen listen very closely, Jubilee or Yabel in the Hebrew, everybody say jubilee. Jubilee or Yobel is from, and this is somewhat interesting because there's, there are even Hebrew scholars that aren't sure how Yobel, what it's rooted into, and sometimes roots of words are complex, and uh, and so um, so it is. But we're not entering that here. I'm simply mentioning it that the root of Yobel is from a Hebrew root that means to bring. Okay, I just weighed in to bring back. That's your bell. Now, most of us think, of course, and there's nothing wrong with it, that jubilee means, whoo, hallelujah. See, that's jubilee. Jubilee means hallelujah time. But fact of the matter is, it hasn't got anything to do with that. It, it became a time of celebration. And to complete 50 years, for example, that'd be great to celebrate. But they weren't celebrating 50 years because then there'd be another 50 years. But every 50 years, they celebrated Yobel, the jubilee, or to bring back. The celebration, the praise, and the worship is about the restoration. Everybody say restoration. Restoration. That's what the celebration is about. The celebration is about. If you're listening, God promises to restore. I will restore to you, Sister French. Are you listening? Hallelujah. I will restore to you the years that the locust. Hath eaten the canker worm, watch the fingers, and the caterpillar and the palmer worm. I will restore the years. I really feel the presence of the Lord here today. I will restore the years the promise is the spirit or this promise that I'm describing is the spirit that I have just talked about I'm trying to talk about it it is the spirit of the celebration of the 50th year and that's why it's important to us as a church It's more than a sermon. It's more than a sign out there on Terra. It's more than a Friday night service. It is the promise that the spirit of the celebration of the 50th year is upon us. Hallelujah. And we are there in more ways than numerical journey. The restorer is among us. Some of you have lost your precious spiritual possessions. But God is the restorer. Hallelujah. For example, no, you're not listening. I'm going to preach it. I want you to hear me. I will not go to Georgia, Lord, unless you restore to us holiness in our heart, and our mind. I don't care what others do, but as for me and my house, I need the restorer of the holy to be in our midst. Woo! There is a spirit of holiness that is gripping us. Come on, let's clap our hands. I need a few more minutes. Come on, clap your hands, clap your hands. The restorer is in our midst. God is the restorer and the time of jubilee is upon us. Now, I want to address something many people believe. Brother French, many people, they may be sitting here. They think the day for no matter that millions of people are getting the Holy Ghost, millions. This is one of the fastest growing churches in the world. People will tell you Hollywood's going to win. It's all going down the tubes. There's no hope and nobody's going to live holy. That's what the devil tells people. But I want to answer that. That is a lie. Because the 50th year is the year of restoration. You may have lost all your holiness. You may have thrown it down the tube. But the spirit of the 50th year is upon us. We're going back to the day of Pentecost. We're going back to the power of Almighty God. And everything comes right back. Woo! (laughs) Woo! Man! Man! Whoa! Oh, did we make the devil mad just then? Because that is the answer. So, so the Lord is coming. It's hopeless. We're all doomed. We're doomed. We're doomed. Everybody's doomed. America's doomed. The world is doomed. Doom, doom, doom. Well, we may be. But the spirit of the 50th year is upon us. <laughs> Hallelujah. Jubilee has come. And everything we lost in those days. Are going to be restored. Every canker worm. Every palmer worm. Everything the devil ever thought. He would accomplish in your children. Someone said well I lost him. I lost him. I lost him. It's hopeless. But I say to you today. It is not hopeless. In fact, it is a fallacy that Satan knows is a lie. He fosters lie upon lie upon the sinful soul. But the truth of the matter is this church is celebrating the spirit of the 50th year. It is jubilee time, which doesn't mean hallelujahs, although I think we ought to have lots of hallelujahs. We ought to be saying hallelujah. I'm not preaching against it. I am telling you that the hallelujahs must follow the restoration that the Spirit brings upon his people. It is the time of jubilee. Let's clap our hands one more time. Praise God, praise God, praise God. Now let us not get in too big of a hurry. Let's not get in too big of a hurry. The old thief, Lucifer, thought he could rob you of loved ones and peace and the souls of those most precious like jewels, like sunshine. The devil thought he had them in his hand, but the spirit of the 50th year says it all goes back to its original owner. It is the year of Jubilee and I am shouting because every soul that lost their way and every heart that lost its power, God is going to return it back. The power so the 50th year returns everything. The power of restoration defeats Satan in the most fundamental way. I believe that the spirit through prophecy is showing us if we will have jubilee in our soul. If we will receive his word. There is no devil that can hinder. There is no demon that can stop us. Hallelujah. So he's robbed people of their faith. Of their family. He's seen to it that they've lost, everybody say, lost their holiness. See, the, the devil's lie is that if anybody ever strays from holiness, they'll never be holiness again. Oh my goodness gracious. You know, I'd like to take the devil, are you listening? I'd like to just take you. See, I can't do this to anybody else here, but I'd like to slap your face. <laughs> See, so I can do that. To, can't do that to anybody else, but don't want to. But devil, in my heart, I'm just slapping your jaws right now. Because you're lying. Because people that have walked as far from holiness as they could ever walk. In the spirit of the 50th year. <laughs> Woo! hallelujah. When the power of jubilee gets a hold of us and it brings us back, hallelujah, something begins to stir. They may have been completely turned around. They may have been lost in a world that's gone crazy. But there is a restoration that reaches all the way through the years. It reaches back and it has the power to undo all that the locusts of sin have accomplished in Jesus' name. I wonder if we could just lift our hands and say, Father, I thank you for it right now. I praise you for it right now. Yo, bell. Jubilee is upon us. Jubilee is upon us. Lord, I want to have a great service, but but I'm not worried about a service. Jubilee is upon us. Restoration is come. The spirit of jubilee is upon the people of God. Woo, hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. In the Holy Ghost, we have a divine promise of the 50th year to bring back What the devil has stolen. To bring people back. Oh, hallelujah. Somebody, does somebody feel that in the Holy Ghost? Could you just lift up a a praise? Could you just say, yes, Lord, I feel that in the Holy Ghost? Those who the devil have somehow uh, made us believe that they're off limits and they're goners. There's no hope. But greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. Let's never forget there is another prominent day that means 50. Not only did the Jews celebrate the seven sets of seven-year Sabbaths, that is 49 years. Everybody say, praise the Lord, I'm almost done. So there was, every seven years, they would have a Sabbath of years. Listen, if you'll, if you'll just stay with me, this is quite simple. Seven years, six years they'd plan on the seventh year, no crops. Because, see, Pentecost was the celebration of the harvest. So every seven years, there'd be a rest. That's the Lord's rest. We're giving that to God. It's the word, the harvest. Of course, we could think of souls. We could think of the word of God if we want to think of it symbolically. And so it was. Seven sets of seven Sabbaths or 49 years, seven times seven. But then that 50th year would come, and all of that planting and all that bread and everything that took place, all the bread. See, on the year of Pentecost, when the feast, which is called the Feast of Weeks, some of you are listening, so I'm going to keep preaching. On the Feast of Weeks, they would come, their whole family. And I'm just I don't have do we have any loaves? Here's a loaf of bread. Okay. All right. They get a loaf of bread. This is a very stale loaf of no, I'm just kidding. This is a loaf of bread. They would bring two of them. I need another loaf of bread. Do we have another loaf of bread? Hold on, hold this mic for me. Just hold it. I have gotta get some bread. I like a Bible. But just pretend it's a loaf of bread. And they would bring their whole family and they would begin to wave. Of course, all the bread, hundreds of loaves that they'd had all that time, they they would have received it. God would say, that's yours. But on the 50th day, you bring those two loaves, and they're an offering unto me. They're a reminder that everything you have has come from me. And you start waving that bread before God. Now you take the bread. And hold on to it. You can put it anywhere you want. And so they would wave the loaves before God. It was a sign that the 50th year of restoration, that the power of Pentecost was the bread of God. 50 days after the blood ran down that old rugged cross and the Savior purchased our redemption, 50 days afterward was Pentecost. So stay with me. Jewish Pentecost Not Christian, but Jewish Pentecost celebrated the harvest. Each family uh, waved an offering of the loaves, not three, not two. Anybody here want to please God? Anybody here ready to please God? I wonder if we could just wave our hands as a symbol of the waving. Someone said, I don't know why I'm doing that. I'm doing that because I'm being obedient to the, to the man of God. I'm waving it is all my good. All the good things God has ever given me, the harvest, the wheat, it's God's provision, and I'm bringing it before God. I've never given the devil praise for anything. You surely recognize that no unthankful soul can expect the benefit of Pentecost. Right. You have to be thankful. Right. Oh, glory to God. Somebody. I can't tell you. I'm going to say it. I I feel such, I I don't know what to do. I feel such a strong unction. I I don't know how many people I should have written it down. I thought of the other day, why didn't I write it down? The number of people that have walked through my office and said, Reverend, I don't know. I was driving by and I felt something. I I feel like you should pray for me. You remember several times people have come in and said, would you pray for me? What is happening? The Holy Ghost is demonstrating that somebody, they may not know God, but their hearts are crying out. It's the benefit of Pentecost. It comes only in the midst of praise. So church, Sister French, whoever's coming, come ahead. Let, get the music here because I'm, I'm, I'm closing right here. This is our destiny. This is our destiny. This is our destiny. We will celebrate Jesus in a barren world. For the holy bread that changes our very lives they can walk in here they can slap us around do whatever they choose to do but we will celebrate jesus in a barren world for every ounce of truth every ounce of food and bread that has been placed upon our tongue the fire and the tongues of fire and the wind on the day of pentecost parallel the law giving at sinai with its thunder and lightning two parallels the giving of the law with moses and the power of God falling at Pentecost. And so it was. There were like tongues upon their head. What is happening? It is the power of the 50th. God is saying, I will be in your midst. And never doubt that. The 50th day celebration focused upon the church taking the truth of the power of the name of Jesus from Jerusalem all the way to Rome. I just described the book of Acts. From Jerusalem and a Jewish faith all the way to the center of government in the human realm. The Holy Ghost was in charge of every moment of it. Oh, church, we need to give celebration We need to believe God for Jubilee as we have never done before. Could we stand all across the sanctuary when the day of Pentecost was fully come? Let me rephrase it for symbolic significance. When the year of Jubilee Or restoration was fully come. Or the 50th year is a year of promise. A Pentecost of years in which God says, I'm going to restore everything that Satan has taken. And I'm going to give it back. Here's what I'd like us to do today. This is an unusual week. It's an unusual message. And I know I, I'm not going to feel bad if, okay, if you have to, whatever you have to do. I'm just giving you this opportunity. I wonder if you feel in your heart and you want to be used of God. You're hungry for God to use you, but you would come, and we're gonna, we're just gonna come and stand. In honor of the 50th year, the spirit of restoration. And you would say, anybody or anything that Satan has grabbed hold of, we are coming by faith and standing, waving our offering before God. You don't have to literally wave anything. You just wave your heart before the Lord and say, Father... I want my children back. I want my neighbor back. I want the Holy Ghost back. I want God to move upon those that are, the very people that I love. And whatever your need is today, God is going to restore because we are entering the 50th year. We are celebrating the 50th year, and we are magnifying God for restoration. I wish you would come. Could we just come with your family, bring your loved ones, just walk right up here. Kneel, stand. That's it. Just come on. Oh, whatever you're doing, oh, come on. Let's, that's it. Beautiful. Father, right now, Don't do it right now, Jesus, oh, Jesus, Father, right now, now just come, take a hold of your family, let's pray together right now, Father, I believe you're going to give us the spirit of Pentecost, the spirit of the 50th year, the 50th day, praise God, Oh yes, yes, yes. Don't do, don't do it without me, Jesus. Oh, don't do it, don't do it without me, Lord. That's it, that's it. That's